Welcome back, y'all, to episode 81 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days. With that being said, I think we're around 248 more podcasts to go. So I'm not going to say I'm on the downhill side, but we got momentum. And today I kind of want to get into all things spooky as Halloween comes around the corner. So sit back, relax, and listen. Enjoy the podcast as we get into it. So a phenomenon. So obviously, um, I don't know. It seems as technology becomes more prevalent, mysteries and eerie things that we didn't know become more um, in the light. Things become more common. You think about how a myth can be created and passed down from generation to generation like the Loch Ness Monster. Um, But how different things can happen. And if you're not there in that environment, if you don't see it, you're not a part of it. I don't know really how to explain this phenomenon, but there seems to be some type of something. Wherever you're in a certain location, things seem to be different. And nothing is more prominent or more, um, more, I don't want to say conclusive, but nothing is more relevant than the Skinwalker Ranch in Utah. And if you are not familiar with this story, I'm telling you, it's one for the ages. There is something profound going on at Skinwalker Ranch, and it begs to be studied. The legend is that things happen on this ranch. What if some of it's real? Whoa, that's a definite being. Who or what could we be dealing with? I didn't believe in the paranormal when I came out on this ranch. And I paid a pretty hefty price. Curse of Skinwalker Ranch. There's multiple things I don't want to talk about, but really why I started wanting to talk about this is because actually a show that I saw last night, but I want to break it down for you because I don't want to give you my findings, much like the show yesterday, kind of indicating that, you know, the Eiffel Tower was built as a result of the World Fair which ties into another conspiracy for the Tar... I want to say Tar... Targaryens. But that is actually, um... Game of Thrones, but the Targonas... Targoneries. It is so hard for me to remember it. But... Go back and listen to it, and I will actually have Natalie on... My episode tomorrow, where she will talk a little bit more. And I'll have my, um... Conspiracy theorist... Podcaster coming in. So... Kind of getting into the Skinwalker Ranch. So, the Skinwalker Ranch is located in Utah. And, you know, it's originally believed to be part of, um, you know, a ranch. You know, it was a ranch kind of located in this area. People would go there and settle it, and there was farms. So, nothing too crazy. But as people started staying at Skinwalker Ranch, it's believed that paranormal activity would happen you would see ufos you would see these bigfoot like creatures um you would have different instances of families just being tormented and there was actually a house on skinwalker ranch there was a family there and 
The thing about Skinwalker Ranch is it's been talked about for a really long time. I mean, you had it on, I think you had it on Joe Rogan in 2013. You had the filming of 2013. You had the hunt for Skinwalker Ranch in 2018. Um, and you had multiple shows. In the present, you had the, skin, the Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. And then for 2020, you actually have another show where it's called Herding Colon. Herding Colton. So, in 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 kind of giving an overview of the Skinwalker Ranch, as the family owned it, and around the 80s and 90s, eventually it was sold. Um, and it's also tied to the concept of Skinwalker, which is related to the Navajo tribe. And if you're not familiar with what a Skinwalker is, it's something that can potentially manipulate the way it looks, look like human, look like um, animal. It's kind of a phenomenon that potentially could follow you. I think the Navajo belief is somebody wants to do wrong on your family, then a skinwalker will. You'll be in the presence of one. Now, why is this so interesting? So, I think I've potentially found something. And I don't know if other people have thought about it. I even did a deep dive on it, but when we look at the ownership of Skinwalker Ranch, okay, we have the Keith and Myers family who owned it from 1934 to 1944, so they held on to it for a really long time, and for them, like, it, I bet they got used to it, I don't know how they were able to hold on to the farm for close to, um, what is that, 34 to 1994, that's 10, 20, 30, about 60 years, um, they had it. So, I mean, I wouldn't, there's not a lot about them that I could really find. Um, and what makes Robert Bigelow so interesting is, you know, he's, his net worth is $700 million. He owned Bigelow Aerospace. Um, and he conducted research and development studies at Skinwalker Ranch. And these studies really depicted on different things that impacted cattle um, you know, approximately videoing, showing different things, you know, and really being able to identify what the paranormal activity is and was. Um, so, I mean, not a lot is known about this kind of time where, where he was in essentially running investigations on it, but, but for 10 years he was there and it's believed that he he was very intrigued by the paranormal activity. And when I say that, it's like, you know, you'd see UFOs, you'd see orbs at night, you'd hear like things and you'd see potentially skinwalkers. It's where Skinwalker Ranch comes and you have UAPs. Well, where the story gets really interesting is I actually watched a show that the History Channel put out and they did a really, really good job of looking at it from like a scientific approach. And that scientific approach was as a result, too, as, you know, after Rob Bigelow had it, had Skinwalker Ranch, he sold it to this multi-cajillionaire um, real estate baron named Brandon Fugel. And, you know, he, I think he's worth the same as Rob Bigelow or more, and he's actually located in Salt Lake City. And he purchased it, and now he runs tests on it, and he has... Around the around the around the watch clock, doing, um, you know, there's like a little command and control room. They're looking at it. There's different aspects of it. So, 
he purchased it, but the, the, the History Channel did a really good job of, um, giving kind of like a, like a non-biased approach to it and looking at different aspects of it. And what was really interesting is in one of the studies of Skinwalker Ranch, they put up kind of like, um, like a weather balloon, um, kind of thing that showed, that showed that there was potential radiation or radiation opening. And they took two points and they're able to look at it and identify what it was. Now, where the story gets interesting for me is I'm watching, okay, I'm watching literally last night. I watched Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix, which is great. Brings back a lot of terrifying childhood memories for me. Okay. Now, listening to this concept of um, the Navajo Nation. So, in the Navajo Nation, they had these cops. And these cops were hired to kind of investigate paranormal activity. It's on the season. If you haven't seen it, I'd go check it out. And investigating the paranormal activity, you know, they kind of identify that it's about 1% of the cases. But what's so fascinating is the same thing they are seeing in this Navajo Nation like with the skinwalkers, with the UFOs, with the Bigfoots, it is the same thing, the same accounts that are happening at Skinwalker Ranch. And I thought about this, and I'm like, why is it interesting? So as I'm watching the show, I'm thinking about it, and the randomness of it is there's correlations there, okay? And what's really crazy is when you look at the Navajo Nation where they're having it, Okay, the Navajo Nation stretches into Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, and the bottom of Utah. If you look as the crow flies, it is a direct line from the Navajo Nation, where a lot of these presumable paranormal activities happen, into where Skinwalker Ranch is now. I mean, is that not the craziest thing? So, potentially, if there are these areas where the veil is quote-unquote thin... Like, how do you have a, a, accounts happening, okay? Legit people taking pictures, having video footage of very, very paranormal activities, as we call it. And if you go directly above it, and there in Skinwalker Ranch, you have the same thing happening. How is that possible? You know, you have two places that are in the same geographic location. I mean, I mean how far could that be? I mean, if you go, I mean, it's Moab, you know, and it's kind of within the same range, but I'm telling you, like, I can't tell you what the correlation is between those two points, but it's pretty interesting, and if you can consistently look at both these locations and definitively say there's paranormal activity happening, and if there is this concept of veil, of a thin veil within the Skinwalker Ranch episode, what they're trying to indicate is up in the sky that there's higher levels of radiation, so there could be a potential opening or something like that. And this is more just like an interesting thought experience, thought experiment. But I don't know. Those correlations seem kind of crazy to me. It like makes me wonder, you know, from, from, from the Navajo Nation, Moab, and all the way up, like if there's different things that happen or if it's point to point or what it would be, you know, because it's like, there's different things that happen within the Navajo Nation where, too, they're testing radiation, they're testing the compass 
on a car. They're, like, testing these different aspects. And if you watch the show on the History Channel, like, word for word, you're having the same type of things. But on at the Skinwalker Ranch, the frequency of these things that happen are so high. And they're way higher than, it seems, at the Navajo Nation. But there's still, like, this Navajo tie to it because it's related to Skinwalkers. So... I thought that was a really interesting point, you know, and it's it's something that, you know, I just I think about from time to time because I when I was all in on these documentaries during the pandemic and I was just kind of blown away by it. But another interesting too is the Hopi, which the Hopi too is a very another very interesting Native American culture, but I mean that's pretty much it, you know. I just wanted to kind of share that with you guys. I hope you guys are enjoying my podcast. I've been off social media now and like I say, I'm trying to master the short form podcast where in 15 minutes, like you get a dump of information. You're like, wow, that was great. And you're not like stuck listening to a two or three hour podcast just to get the get the actual meat and potatoes. I'm working on boiling it down and just giving you a random assortment of information. But as long as it's good quality stuff and you find it entertaining, to me, that's all that really matters. So thank you so much for listening. Um like I said, I've been off social media for social media for a week and it's been good. I think it's going to help my headspace a little bit better. It's going to help me get a little bit more focused on what I need to get focused on. And um, hopefully we'll have Natalie on here tomorrow so we can get into it. So thank you all and have a good evening.